0: This is What The Flux, I'm Brett And I'm Justin and it's Tuesday the 28th of April Brett, Instagram's launching a new food delivery feature on its app And it's to support local businesses So rather than just sitting there and drooling at the chocolate milkshake you see (laughs) You can actually order it to be transferred straight to the food delivery service of your choice Three awesome stories today, Justin Can't wait to get into Let's them Let's do it Let's do it For our first The Australian government has launched its hot new app, mm-hmm. Safe. Okay, a bit of backstory What is Safe? COVID Safe is an app to track Australians who are potentially exposed to COVID-19 And how does this app work? Well, it's actually pretty nifty The app uses Bluetooth to look for other phones mm-hmm. that also have the app installed And when you come in contact with other people who have the app, it makes a digital mm-hmm. handshake A digital handshake is the new sexy way of saying <laughs> it notes the data Date and time, distance and duration of your contact with that other person And it will let you know mm-hmm. if you've been in contact with someone who's contracted the virus But many Aussies are reluctant to download the Safe app mm. Because they're concerned about government surveillance Is the government tracking my movement? Are they going to know how many times I go to the fridge? <laughs> it's many, isn't it Brett? It but is. it's also pretty ironic Why is that? Because around 60% of Aussies already use a mobile with an app that tracks their location Apps like WhatsApp, Facebook, Google And people don't seem to have a problem with sharing this data So what's the key learning? The reason why some Aussies are reluctant to share data is because of the value exchange. And what's the value exchange? It's basically when we, as consumers, Mm -hmm. swap data on ourselves in exchange for some benefit in return. For example, Google knows where I live and Mm -hmm. where I work. So it loves to tell me how long it's going to take me (laughs) for me to get to work in the morning. Yes, it's a bit uncomfortable, but it's also super helpful. Mm. But when it comes to the COVID safe app, there's a benefit. It's just... Different to what we're used to. Rather than, say, convenience from Google, it's potentially beating a pandemic. Which may take a little bit longer. For our second story, Justin Foxtel is launching a new streaming service. Okay, some backstory here. COVID-19 has come at an interesting time Mm. for Foxtel. It's meant no live sport. That's a bad thing. But it also has meant that we're at home more and have had more time to watch TV. That's a good thing. Now, Brett, word on the street is that Foxtel's (laughs) new streaming service will be named... I'm not sure they need to spell out the uncontrollable guilt of watching a whole season in one day. (laughs) Yeah, not sure about it. Definitely has some negative connotations to that one. Foxtel reckons the time is right for a new streaming service to enter the Australian market. Okay, so how is binge going to be different? Well, supposedly binge is going to focus on that box set sort of vibe. And they have the local rights to HBO shows like Mm, Game of Thrones and Succession. Not bad. And given that 70% of Aussies don't have Foxtel, Mm. there's kind of a big market that they can go for. so what's the key learning here? Foxtel was the OG subscription service. That's true. You'd pay $100 a month get access to half the channels you actually wanted. <laughs> and when Foxtel saw Netflix and Stan and the others coming it kind of didn't want to change. And that's because changing would probably destroy its existing market. Not only have streaming services come to Australia with great content and a beautiful user experience but they've also snatched many of Foxtel's customers. And with no live sport being aired because of the pandemic which is Foxtel's baby mm-hmm, it has been left exposed. So Foxtel's had to speed up plans to transform yeah. and become a streaming service which leads us to binge the question is can an old dog learn new tricks Ooh, good question for our third and final story the future fund aka Australia's sovereign wealth fund mm-hmm. shrank by six billion dollars in the last three months okay first things first Brett <laughs> what is the future fund okay so imagine Australia was a person yeah the future fund is basically like a professional investor for Australia's money and the fancy name for this is the sovereign mm-hmm. wealth fund it invests in things like the share market, in infrastructure, mm-hmm. and private companies for the benefit of Australia and its citizens. Got it. Australia's Future Fund has actually been doing really well over the last 10 years or so. So the $6 billion drop came because the Future Fund has investments in things overseas that yeah. went a little haywire over the last few months. So, what's the key learning here? Where sovereign wealth funds like to invest their money differs mm-hmm. between countries, depending on their risk appetite. For example, Australia's Future Fund doesn't have a big appetite for risk, so it prefers more conservative investments. That'd property and that would be loans to big companies whereas Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund is starving <laughs> it likes more risky investments that's brand new cities mm. and big tech companies Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund is one of the biggest investors in soft bank. the company that is invested in companies like WeWork, mm. Uber, Slack all the big some names some wins some losses Flux family we've got a question we would love to know how you listen to what the Flux is it over a morning coffee a walk is with it your dog is it when you're lying in bed take a photo. Photo when you're listening to What The Flux, tag at flux.finance. We'd love to see it. Thanks for listening and we'll see ya tomorrow.